Good day to each and every single one of you. You are locked in. You are listening to the Lunar Lounge podcast. Uh, so good day to each and every single one of you, wherever you are on the globe, on the planet. Welcome to the Lunar Lounge podcast. Um, if you're new to the show, this is a show that um, it's more astrological centered. However, um, uh, I am or the show is open to various uh, schools of thought. Um, that are along the same fabric as, let's say, astrology or things that astrology are, is and has been plugged into. Um, so I may speak on numerology. I do a tarot card of the week, for example. So I'll be doing that later on today in the show. Um, uh, philosophy, psychology, geomancy, palmistry, health, uh, well-being, you know, all aspects of life is something that uh, is and can well be discussed on this show. Um, I have got um, a number of uh, guests who will be joining me on uh, this platform in the near future. Um, there's also going to be a number of, uh, I've actually uh, was uh, got some books that I'm going to be giving away as prizes as well. So there's going to be prizes. Sometimes it will be money. Sometimes it will be books. It all depends uh, from week to week. Uh, hopefully that should start maybe, if not next week, definitely the week after we will. Um, like I said, uh, in a moment, I will be talking about the current um, planetary uh, positions and uh, what it is that we can be looking forward to over the course of the next week. I also do like a midweek, I call it a midweek podcast that is uploaded on a Sunday. Um, so it's twice a week at the moment. There may be some weeks where it's only going to be once a week. So do watch out for that. But essentially, uh, it is a twice a week kind of show. It's just that the one on Sunday it's not uh, uh, live or it's not video that will be available on YouTube. You'd have to go to the podcast platforms to be able to listen to that. Uh, I'm available pretty much on all podcast platforms. Uh, you can hear me on the Apple podcasts, on Spotify, on Google podcasts. And there's so many other ones as well. Too, too many names to mention. Um, but, um, but, but I'm, I'm pretty much on all of them. If you just type in the Lunar Lounge podcast, you will be able to find me there. Um, I will be speaking about upcoming planetary, uh, transits, positions, aspects, how they're influ influing, uh, influing, influing, <laughs> influencing, uh, influencing us, um, tongue twister there. Um, um, and I will, um, we speak about also upcoming new moons, full moons. Um, if there are going to be eclipses, uh, I do want to speak about the nodes also in a moment as well, as they're going to be changing signs very, very soon. I'm going to be trying to give more of a futuristic, so to give it like about a week, maybe two weeks ahead to speak about planetary activities a week or two weeks ahead, because for those of you who are listening on the podcast, it allows you to be able to, um, you know, basically, you know, still be, um, you know, in touch, uh, as opposed to maybe just saying it on the day, like right now, as I'm speaking to you, or as, as you're hearing this, uh, that I may be talking about a planetary configuration, and it's gone. 
Uh, I'm actually recording this right now. Today's the 5th of July. I don't know when or who is listening to it today, tomorrow, the 6th of July, the 7th of July. So what I will be doing, my aim will be over the next couple of weeks, what you will find is that I'm speaking more about things that are occurring perhaps a week after that when I upload the podcast or put up the podcast on the YouTube, I will be speaking about uh, particular situations or planetary events that are to come. So then it gives people then a chance uh, then who are listening to my podcast, maybe a few days after to then also still be in tune. So that way they don't, they, you know, they, they don't miss out. Um, what else? Uh, also I'll be speaking about any other particular uh, mundane activity and how, it correlates to the planetary positions in the heavens also as well. We know it's been kicking, it's kind of died down a little bit over the last couple of days, but France is kicking off, um, seems to be getting quite intense also with Russia. I spoke about that on the Sunday podcast a little bit. Uh, I suppose I'll speak a little bit about that in a moment as well when I bring up the uh, the charts for the, for the moment. Um, also as well, um, I like shows to be a bit more interactive. So I want this uh, podcast to be more of an interactive show. So I do welcome any comments. I do want to thank each and every single one of you who have um, commented or, you know, made a suggestion or asked questions in the chat, especially on the YouTube. Uh, um, some of you may, you know, you can put your comments there. Um, however, on the Spotify, I believe, I'm not too sure about the Apple platforms, but there is a place where you can leave comments there also as well. So you're more than welcome to do that. Um, if you follow me on my Instagram, Sacred Planets, you will be able to, you can, you know, uh, send me, you can, you know, slip into my DMs, as they say, um, send me a DM, send me a message, or if I make a post or whatever, you can put a little comment below it. I'll be sure to respond or, or you know, get back to you. So there are various ways in which you can, uh, you can reach me. <laughs> I'm, I'm not, uh, I'm, I'm out there. I'm out there. <laughs> Even though it may seem like I'm not out there, but I'm, I'm, I'm out there. I'm, I'm easy to get hold of. Well, I uh, <laughs> don't know about that one, but you know, uh, some people will, will, will beg to differ. Um, but um, yeah, there, there, there are people right now, obviously, as I'm talking right now on the live. So again, you are more than welcome to uh, put your comments or questions forward and uh, I will be sure to be responding to to them and wherever you are on the planet remember this is a platform or a podcast that is everywhere it's all over the planet uh, so make sure you subscribe make sure you like tell your friends tell your family tell your friends and foes <laughs> tell your work colleagues about the podcast so yeah put it out there and uh yeah i want to yeah more subscribers more people listening uh for people to be more informed and this is what this uh podcast essentially is about it's uh i want it to be fun i want it to be interactive uh but at the same time informative also as well i want to be giving you guys information a uh, productive information that can be useful that can make you more aware um uh, and things that you can apply to your your, your daily life uh, you know this is what essentially uh, what astrology is there for to be able to know oneself more better to be more aware 
of what is going on out there. And very, all of us are all facing something in our life, uh, whether uh, we're going through our trials, whether we're going through our tribulations. Uh, um, it's all, you know, it's often a combination of both. It's never just one thing. Um, but astrology and other forms of divination or uh, understandings or schools of thought can open up pathways and gateways for our understanding which can allow us to perhaps make better choices in life or to understand the positions where we're in or why we're going through what it is that we're going through and this is the purpose of this podcast to be able to provide that kind of vehicle that platform uh, where it can um, allow you to um, understand areas and facets of life in a much more better way um, in order for us to make better and healthier choices. So that's one way I, I, I basically like to uh, like, yeah, basically like to put it. So it is what it is. Um, I did mention about the tarot card of the week. So I will be picking out a tarot card um, a little bit later, uh, letting you know about uh, what's happening there. Uh, first and foremost, uh, I tend to bring up the chart for the moment, and I will be doing that any second now, uh, bringing up the chart for the moment, and let's see where the current planetary configurations uh, are and uh, what it is that it is it's coming up. We had a full moon uh, in Capricorn on Monday gone, uh, on the 3rd. Um, so... Uh, I spoke about that last week. I spoke about it on Sunday. I spoke about it last week also as well. Um, um, so that means in under two weeks time, we're going to have a new moon. So I will be speaking about that. Um, I will probably be speaking a little bit about that today. And I will also be speaking about that on Sunday also as well. So that way you're, you know, again, ahead because uh and then i'll be speaking about it again next week wednesday too so again you're 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 being kept in the know um however on the 10th of july uh uh next week monday there will uh because the moon now we've had a full moon anytime we have a a full moon uh, as soon as the full moon hits the moon starts to wane it goes through a phase we have what's known as lunar or moon phases and they go through the different, there's eight in total, but there are four crucial ones or prominent ones. So we have the new moon cycle. So we're going to have that in just under two weeks time. Uh, we're going to have the uh, uh, the next new moon. I'll be speaking about that in a moment. And then we have uh, the uh, seven days after that, there is what we have the first quarter. Um, that's when we you see the moon at night and it's sort of like a half moon. Uh, then we have the full moon, which we had on Monday gone in Capricorn. And then what happens is seven days after that, we have what's known as the waning quarter or the last quarter waning moon. Uh, and then back again to the new moon. So we've got the four phases. So this is going to be a very crucial phase. So on the 10th of July, we will be having the um, last quarter. And that will be the last quarter declining bringing us to the next uh uh new moon which we will have uh um seven days after that uh i will be obviously um uh letting you know um that you know the the dates and uh so on and so forth in terms of um you know how how, how they're going to be 
um, you know, impacting on us and what it is that we can expect uh, with that. So uh, uh, before I bring up that, well, let me actually bring up the the chart for the moment, actually. Uh, and in that way, um, we can really, um, uh, well, we can start cooking, right? Um, dun, 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 chart of the moment. Well, I say chart of the moment, but I will be looking at particular um, configurations that are to come. But um, yeah, chart of the moment. Um, so um uh, uh we're in the cancer season um shout outs to all you cancerians i hope you're enjoying your cancerian month um it's quite funny um there was expecting well over here in the uk they're talking about you know uh heat waves and stuff like that and so far it's been been quite windy uh but we've had spots of rains also as well you know um uh yeah i i think that the, the cancerian energies are kind of uh telling us uh something uh along um along those lines so um so yeah uh let's 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 watch this uh let's watch this space um so we're gonna have on uh like i said on the on the on the 10th um like i said we're gonna have the uh the moon will be in aries so that's where we're going to have the last quarter. Um, now, the moon is waning. That's why if you pay attention to the moon at night, you will notice that um, she's decreasing in size, right? Because this is the waning moon, meaning she's she's getting, you know, smaller and smaller. She's decreasing in light, uh, symbolically decreasing in power, so to speak. Or she's... she's is, I wouldn't say decreasing in power. I probably will take that back. But there is kind of like a, um, um, uh, when I say decreasing in power, probably one of the ways to put it is that she is she's um, she's being more uh, subtle, acting more behind the scenes. There's more of a uh, uh, of a darkness of her. She's revealing herself less, let's so to speak. She's going inward. That's probably a better word. She's withdrawing. She's going inward. That so that doesn't make her uh, less, um, uh, le you know, less, le you know, less, less uh, uh, powerful. So, so yeah. So that's um, what uh, the moon is, um, you know, uh, doing right about now after the full moon. So, but on the tenth of July, the moon will be in Aries, and here is where we have. Um, we have what's known as a square. She's going to form a square aspect to the sun. This is often a time where um, it's time to let go of something. It's time to release in some kind of way. Um, but often at this point, so on the 10th, you may find like this is a difficult time to perhaps um, to deal with releasing something or letting go of something. It could be a number of things. It could be letting go of a habit. It could be letting go of... Uh, a past relationship, a situation, work. It could be a number of things. It will be different things for different people, uh, depending on what kind of layout you have in your chart. So uh, do be mindful of this on the 10th of July. Uh, things get a little bit uh, frustrating. 
very often around this particular period, so around the 10th, and you'll feel it from about the 9th, which is on the Sunday. So the 9th of July, 10th of July, um, going into the, well, kind of going into the 11th of July, uh, around that particular time is a bit of an intense period. It's a time where you have to sort of like, um, there's something that needs to be resolved. It's a resolution period. And it's a time where you have to let something go. Um, it it's, can be a very good time to perhaps maybe uh, a time to confront maybe something that you're having difficulties with. This can be a number of things. It could be uh, perhaps maybe losing weight, uh, changing your diet, um, cutting something out of your life that is no longer necessary, something that you've outgrown something that you've out um you've outgrown it you've outlived it in some kind of way and you've got to let it go so it's like shedding the old it's like a snake shedding its skin um in many cultures the serpent was uh seen or um was used as a symbol for transformation for change well this is that kind of period or this is the kind of planetary configuration that will bring that about, uh, that that will introduce that uh, ability to be able to uh, um, initiate that transformation and that change in your life. So again, from the ninth, uh, uh, um, uh, ninth, uh, it may start building even from the eighth, which will be obviously Saturday, ninth Sunday, tenth on Monday. You know, going into the eleventh, around that particular time, do be very mindful. Try not to force things during this particular, if you're finding yourself in a particular situation where um, you're very frustrated and you really want to force or try not to use um, uh, too much aggression or assertion. Be, be assertive, but not overly uh, uh, aggressive or overly assertive or too direct. Let's not forget the moon will be in Aries also as well, which is a Mars sign, which is very, it has that oomph, that kick energy. It's very, so do be mindful during this particular um, phase of, of, you know, of the moon. And again, like I said, it will be starting from about the 9th, 10th, uh, uh, maybe 11th, uh, um, not so, yeah, but may, maybe it, it will start to weaken or start to fade in the 11th. But the the intense days, are the 9th and the 10th. Those are the days that we have to really be watching out for, the 9th and the 10th, because the moon is going to be square to the sun and it's going to be the last quarter uh, phase uh, coming up uh, before we get uh, the new moon and the new moon. We're going to have a new moon in Cancer. Now, that's going to be a real solid uh, 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 new moon um let me put it up in terms of uh you know I just forward the chart until we have that new moon so we got the new moon here it's going to be on the 17th of july uh now this is a powerful new moon uh because it's a new moon in cancer and the moon is ruled by um by cancer so she's going to be in her own sign so this is really um uh whoop so there we have it um voila so it looks like we've got to have the new moon in cancer on the 17th of july and the time will be at 6 31 p.m 
that is UK time. So do adjust your times uh, to wherever you are located on the planet. Okay. Um, to your time location. But um, I'm in the UK, so I'm using UK time. Um, uh, and that tends to be the center for time. Um, um, uh, uh, well, since the British did what they did. <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, you, you know what I mean. Uh, Greenwich Mean Time and so on and so forth. Um, but it's going to be at 6.31 on the 17th of July. And interestingly, that actually falls on a Monday. So that's quite good uh, because days of the week are ruled by the planet and we know Monday is ruled by the moon. So that's quite special. I like that. I like that. So new moon in the sign of cancer, which is ruled by the moon on the day ruled by the moon, which is a Monday. Great stuff. So we've got a new moon in cancer. Now, new moons are to do with new cycles, new beginnings, planting new things. Great time for initiating new things. Great time for new beginnings. Uh, I will be speaking more about the new moon and what it's going to entail. I'll be speaking about it this coming Sunday. And I will speak about it also next week, Wednesday as well, because it will be leading up to that. But like I said, I do want to start doing this podcast in a way where I'm talking more about the future, or at least I'm talking near future uh, planetary configurations and things. But so it, le- it keeps you in the loop. So you're in the know. So you have these dates again in your mind. So this is a very, very crucial uh, point in the month when we have the new moons. And like I said, remember new moons and full moons, they are both interwoven with each other. So we will have a new moon on one particular day. So uh, the next new moon that we're having is going to be on the 17th of July uh, at 6.31 GMT or UK time. And then two weeks from that date, we will have a full moon. Uh, um, And that full moon will be in the sign of Aquarius. Uh, And then two weeks later, then there'll be a new moon. Then two weeks later, a full moon. So that's how it goes. They follow each other. They're interwoven with each other. And they follow each other also by sign also as well. So the last full moon that we had, which was on Monday gone, we all remember it was in Capricorn. So that's why the next full moon will be in Aquarius. And then the one after that will be in Pisces and so on and so forth. Again, with the new moon, same thing. Uh, The last new moon we had was in Gemini. So this new moon is going to be in Cancer. The next new moon next month will be in Leo and in Virgo and so on and so forth. So they follow each other. I will be going also deeper also into how these new moons and full moons work and how we can best work with them because they actually work on a six-month cycle. So you have to kind of be aware of them um, in terms of the, the when something began as to when something uh, uh, was, uh, um, uh, you know, harvested, which is the full moon, which happens six months later. So we have a new moon in a particular sign. And then six months later, we have a full moon in that same sign. So that's things that I, I will be explaining um, and again, how to utilize that. Um, soon I am going to be having a, um, I'm going to be having a, uh, um, uh, subscription, uh, option also as well. Um, it's probably going to be available on, uh, on the podcast platforms, but it will be also on my website. When it's all done, I will, uh, be explaining to you, 
uh, where there's going to be a subscription offer where you pay a fee and you are going to be privileged to extra information, personal information about your own personal chart and also how certain things are being activated in your chart. And there will be also other additional stuff that you get as a subscriber um, that is to come or in the next couple of weeks that should be um, available. So I'll keep you updated uh, with that. So new moon, next new moon is going to be on the 17th. So on the 10th, remember 10th of July, we got the last quarter waning moon last quarter very crucial critical time it's a time of change it's a time of letting go um it can be a bit frustrating um it's it's a bit of a a, a headbanger moment it's it's sort of like a, a point where we we reach a hurdle uh, let's put it like that it's like a hurdle point um so it's a time where we have to put in extra effort extra energy we've got to give that extra push um, so it's got to be, and it's going to be in areas as well. So it's really going to acquire us to be somewhat a bit more dynamic, uh, a bit more forceful with it. So it's going to be very energetic on that. So that's going to be on the 10th of July. We get the last um, waning moon. And then uh, a week later from that, on the 17th, we get the new moon in the sign of Cancer um, at 631 uh, PM uh, UK or GMT time. So that is the moon uh, to keep you updated with that. And then obviously uh, the week after that, we're going to have the first quarter. I'll speak more about that uh, perhaps maybe this Sunday uh, when I do the next podcast or next week, Wednesday, when I do um, the, um, the the, uh, uh, the 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 next podcast basically the next Wednesday podcast, um, so I'll be keeping you updated on that. Um, what else is it that I wanted to also um, mention or keep you updated about? Um, also on the um, okay, so uh, let me get this one down to a, a, a T here. Um, Mercury. Mercury is going to be moving into the sign of Leo very early hours of the morning, as a matter of fact, uh, on the 11th of July. So that's going to be next week. Well, because obviously I'm speaking from where I am now, uh, obviously Wednesday podcast. Today's the 5th of July, but it's going to be on the 11th, Tuesday, the 11th of July. Mercury is going to move into the sign of Leo. Okay. Mercury in Leo, people. <laughs> the great sign of Leo, the great sign of which belongs to the sun. It's solar orientated. Um, it demands a presence. It demands a platform. It demands to be heard. Uh, you know, Mercury in Leo, um, is is it's a very powerful place i mean any planet in leo essentially because that's the sign that is ruled by the king it's ruled by the sun right um uh hint hint for some of you leos out there uh shout out to you leos your season's coming up soon but um we're gonna have mercury in the sign of leo um so there is something about 
how we it's a time to be perhaps more creative a time to be more flamboyant with our expressions it's a great time to be very expressive uh, mercury in leo can be really out there and really expressive and really on the stage it can be for those of you who are perhaps in the creative industries or um you know uh in industries where you need a platform you need a stage in some kind of way maybe theater maybe acting mercury and leo can be great for that because it can really great you know leo has this very powerful uh, but there's something about power there's something about energy in terms of our communication so this is going to be like a great time while mercury is in the sign of leo he's going to be going in leo ahead of the sun and then about a, a week or so later the sun will then move into the sign of leo and that will be around what july the 20th 21st or so on um it will, the, the sun will move into in into leo whereas mercury's already gone in there so he's paving the way getting it all ready for the sun to enter into his splendid glory you know mercury's already gone into leo saying the king is coming the king is coming he's already announcing so mercury in uh, um uh leo is really going to be about announcing something announcing something so that's going to be quite interesting to see on the world stage how that's going to play out we're perhaps going to be getting some kind of uh uh more kind of um uh, i know there's a lot of celebrities already out there but a more kind of uh an information that's very, very, look here, look here, <laughs> look at the great one, you know, uh, where there's going to be a, a certain attention sh shun on somebody during that particular period. So watch this space for Mercury in Leo, but very good for um, creative writing, expressing oneself, expressing your vocabulary skills uh, in whichever way your vocabulary skills uh, um, uh, are expressed, but a great way to Put them out there. Um, so you writers, you poets, you spokespeople, um, you teachers, um, you advisors, you know, this is uh, people who are very mercurial orientated or in a mercurial profession. This is your time to take your spotlight with Mercury in Leo. So go right ahead. So that's going to be on the 11th, early hours of the morning of the 11th on Tuesday Eleventh uh, of July, we're going to have Mercury moving into uh, Leo. Um, uh, 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 the Moon will be in Taurus on that day too. So hey, 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 um, that that you know that's that's a great one. Um, also, as well, um, another thing I wanted to um, uh, uh, make an announcement of a planetary configuration changing very very soon. Um, I'm gonna mention it so also on the 10th uh just going back to the 10th getting my days mixed up here um <laughs> i'm going from 10th to 11th back again to the 10th 10th of july right so on the 10th of july um i spoke about the moon the last question but on that day something which is quite interesting planet mars the planet mars which rules Aries, which where the moon is going to be, but the planet Mars is moving into the sign of Virgo. Virgo, Virgo. Sorry about that. I have to take a drink of water. My throat is getting dry. Um, uh, I never said, if I, I, am I allowed to be showing this? I'm not advertising. <laughs> I don't want people to say, are you advertising that water? No, no, no. Um, 
and I, I need to find out whether if it, it's okay to to to, to do this. Um, so Mer uh, Mars, sorry, not Mercury, Mars will be moving into the sign of Virgo. What is that about? Mars enters Virgo. Hmm, interesting. Well, Mars, we know, is the planet of energy, right? He is the warrior. He is the fighter. Um, Mars represents that dynamic energy, the raw energy, the passions. Um, and he's moving into the sign of Virgo, which is very earthy, very calculated. Um, this can be very good for technology. It can be very good for technology. Um, it could be very good. You know, Mercury in Virgo is kind of like um, Hephaestus, um, Vulcan, the forger uh, in the Greek or Roman mythology, or Ogun in the Yoruba mythology, known to be the god of iron who forges things, who makes things. He's the smith. Um, so it can be very, very creative. Um, so with Mars entering Virgos, and for those, those of you who have planets in Virgo, or for those of you who are Virgos, sun signs, um, you're going to get a kick up the rare end. <laughs> Choosing my words carefully here, because Mars is going to go in there. Mars is going to give you some energy. Um, so yeah, um, but this is a sign ruled by Mercury. So Mars has to be very clinical. Um, uh, Mars has to be very precise because Virgo is a zodiac sign of perfection. So Mars has to be clinical. Mars has to be sharp. Mars has to be on point. Mars has to use his brain while he's in the sign of Virgo, but uh, very technical. So it's a technical thing. Um, so a lot of energies in areas of our technicalities, you see. Um, what is it that we do which is technical? Or what is it that we need to do which is technical? So it's about using our, uh, it, it's about being, uh, they say about using brains, brains over brawl. Um, with this, I would say it's about uh, using, using your brains to brawl. <laughs> um, uh, you know, in a sense, uh, two are not exclusive of you know of each other. So, um, yeah, we need to fight, or we need to put our energy in a direction, but we perhaps need to use our, you know, uh, a little bit like playing chess. Uh, be competitive, but 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 smart with it. Be technical. Be be um, uh, you you know you use that mental. Uh, you know, strategic. You know, uh, Mars, Mars in Mars in Virgo can be very, very uh, strategic. Uh, you know, indeed. So, um, so Mars is going to be moving into Virgo on the tenth of July. So, that's a planetary configuration or a planet changing sign that's um, uh, going to be uh, coming up. Um, I did speak about Venus. Um, uh, Venus is in the sign of Leo. She is there. She is slowed down. She's still square to Uranus. I have spoken about the sporadic spending and the unusual changes uh, within um, unusual changes within our monetary spendings. 
uh, and financial situations. Um, I'm just checking here to see if there's any questions that are coming in, but no, there isn't. Uh, nobody's interested. Um, yeah. Um, uh, oh, somebody has actually commented. The last quarter moon in Aries is really interesting considering Mars ingresses into Virgo. That's, yes, exactly. Yeah. Uh, um, so, um, yeah, thanks a lot for that. Um, uh, how do I pronounce that name? Hanin. Hanin. Thanks a lot, Hanin. Uh, um, so, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, I see you also commented about heading back to the. I need to keep an eye on this. See, see, I see. I need. Where is my? Uh, um, you know, um, you know, beautiful uh, assistants that who can be uh, helping me with um, uh, my text reading or my uh, computer configurations or who are responsible for doing my lighting. You see here, no fancy stuff here. You just get it raw, live, and direct. You know, no edits, no cuts, no smoke screens no you know no hollywood um yeah so no thanks a lot for that Annie. um so yeah um uh, you know uh, great uh, volunteer yeah <laughs> i need volunteers uh uh not making that money yet where i can get these nice fancy um pa you know who 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 i can employ but yeah it's all good um so yeah, so that that's going to be quite interesting uh, with the moon, you know, last quarter, and then Mars moving into uh, into the sign, into the Virgo, well-behaved perfectionist, uh, uh, perfectionist uh, sign of 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 Virgo. So yeah, so that's that's quite interesting. So then, just going back to the Venus, I spoke about Venus in the last pod, in the last couple of podcasts. Actually, she's really slowing down because she's about to go retrograde. Um, I did mention around the 22nd, 23rd um, is when she um, uh, uh, goes uh, uh, retrograde, which means that she's, um, yeah, she, she goes stationary um, actually on the 22nd, 22nd, 23rd of July, um, she will be stationary. And then 23rd, 24th, she goes, moves, starts to move retrograde. Uh, which means she's starting, she's going to start to move back. What can we expect with Venus retrograde? Um, watch out for your relationships, ex-partners in particular. Um, this is the time where um, I often get loads of clients saying, oh, I met my ex-boyfriend. Oh, my ex-girlfriend texts me. Does it? Are we getting back together? Uh, in many cases, uh, no. Nah. <laughs> Um, you know, um, retrogrades are when the planets appear from the Earth point of view to be moving backwards. Nothing is actually moving backwards in the heavens. It's actually an apparent motion. However, it's a very crucial time uh, when the planets do move retrograde. Symbolically um, and energetically, they manifest in our lives. We see them in Earth's uh, earthly affairs in mundane affairs also as well um so venus is slowing down uh, i feel this is contributing to a lot of what we're seeing around us the kinds of things that are happening in france you know france is very venus ruled it's a very it's a venusian country paris is a venusian paris if you know about the mythology or the cosmology of paris that's you don't get more venus than that uh, wasn't Paris the one in the Greek mythology who wanted to go for the most beautiful woman, who went for Helen of Troy, 
who was blessed by Aphrodite. Mm. Yeah, it's all Venus, 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 Venusian energy. So uh, uh, no wonder has uh, to how why Venus is beginning to slow down. Um, so uh, when a planet starts to slow down, when a planet starts moving retrograde, the energy is stifled in some way. Uh, the, uh, it's almost like something is being taken back something is moving backwards so planets that are retrograde have to be paid very close attention um a planet moving retrograde is equivalent in layman's terms um a car reversing in the middle of the road you you know cars go a particular direction right if you were driving along the motorway or just driving on the road whether left side right side whatever side you're on but you're moving forward right and you saw a car reversing and I'm not talking reversing to park. Reversing is necessary because, some, of course, we got to reverse in order to park our cars. But if you saw a car just going backwards, you think, hmm, what the hell's going on here? So um, this is the retrograde. So we have to pay close attention to what that planet is about, what it symbolizes, what it means. Uh, Venus, we know, governs relationships, our love life, our ability to seek pleasure. Uh, Venus is also connected with money. Venus is connected with our social life, uh, you know, love life, social life, all of the pleasurable things. Um, these are the things that Venus, uh, you know, governs. She also is connected also with a number of other things um, um, uh, uh, as well. Uh, she's connected with sex or sexuality. Um, so it will be quite interesting to see how aspects of sexuality in society as a whole how things that come up um uh, perhaps we may find um a lot of kickbacks or a lot of people um uh, you know a lot of activity around sexual behavior or sexuality whether it be male or female that will come out around that time we may hear of lots of stories or situations in the media during that time that are sexually orientated uh, that are coming to the limelight um situations or activities that were um uh, you know uh, where sexual um in 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 uh, um uh you know contexts or or you know issues will will start to come out um, Venus is also connected with fashion because she's the planet of beauty after all as well. So it's quite interesting to see how the fashion is. Um, this is why when Venus goes retrograde, it's often advised not to buy new clothes, not to buy new clothes. Um, it's often referred, to, it's actually quite good for buying antique jewelry. If you want to buy like expensive stuff or, uh, you know, antique stuff, that's quite, it can be quite, it, it's more favorable with the venus retrograde but i will be talking about more about venus retrograde again sunday coming and the next week as well coming up to the 22nd 23rd um um you know because it will be shortly after the um uh because remember we've got the uh the, the new moon and um just a few days after that that's when she's gonna um you know she's she's gonna go um uh, a retrograde so um or, or around that time anyway um and she, she'll go retrograde but venus retrograde also as well often brings back you know past lovers past boyfriends past girlfriends 
sometimes relationships also is a particular area of life where we need to start paying attention to during that particular time. So yeah, um, watch this space uh, in and around that, you know, very, very active um, activity. Then she's going to go retrograde. She's going to go back. She's going to square Uranus again. Um, so I'll be keeping you updated on that in terms of uh, when that's going to start to happen. That will be around August, uh, um, uh, in o August period. Um, just looking here now, she yeah, she's going to square uh, Uranus again. Um, no, no, oh, hold on a minute. Um, well, she'll square him, she'll square him again around August the 10th. But now, you know, we've still got plenty of time for that. And then she, when she comes out of retrograde and she picks up speed, she'll come back and square him again. So I'll be keeping you updated in and around that in terms of what's what's happening, um, what's happening there. Um, what other planetary configuration was it that I wanted to speak about? I think that was it. Uh, Mercury going into Leo, um, Mars going into Virgo. Uh, last quarter moon, new moon in Cancer, which is going to be a real big one on the Monday. Um, so yeah, um, let's uh, let's let's watch this space on the, on the seventeenth. Uh, was it? Yeah, seventeenth, I believe, was the new moon in Cancer. But I'll be speaking about that more again uh, coming up um, too. So yeah, it is what it is. Um, and then there'll be other stuff as well that I will be talking about in terms of planetary configurations and how that will be affecting us as well now going back to the venus uh venus mars because they have been quite close um they're, they're, i mean they're quite close now but because venus is actually slowing down um because venus is slowing down mars is pulling away uh, because he's getting ready to go into the sign of virgo of course uh which he will be doing on on the, on the 10th like i said um but venus um and and we saw how things really got heated that that definitely was a sign um that we saw uh, you know again with the france situation uh, really getting intense and that's still not over about the young man which was killed again this is a mars thing it's a venus mars thing actually um uh, tensions rising in russia again with what's going on with putin um now what happens with venus is she's going to go retrograde. Once she goes retrograde, she turns from what's known as an evening star into a morning star. Uh, some of you may have noticed in the evening, just after the sunset, as the sun is setting, Venus is actually visible in the sky. Wherever you are on the globe, uh, when the sun sets, uh, wherever it is that you are, you will find that uh, Venus is visible. She looks very bright, very beautiful in the evening, uh, as she is evening. As uh, she starts to uh, retrograde, slow down, uh, she starts getting closer, closer to the sun, and then she it, she diminishes, not to be seen. And then a few weeks or maybe a month later, we see her as a morning star. She turns into a morning star, what is known as a morning star. Uh, this is where your whole idea of Lucifer uh, comes from uh, as the morning star. Um, the, you know, a lot of these concepts very often that have found their ways into areas of religion are, are actually astrological in origin. But that's another topic, another subject for another day. Um, but she turns into a morning star. When Venus is a morning star, she becomes more warlike. Um, this is one of the reasons why um, um, 
I strongly feel, um, and I will be looking at other configurations around that time, that things will get much more intense, um, perhaps, uh, you know, uh, August, September, more September, October, around that particular period where things are going to be getting more um, intense. So we need to definitely be uh, watching out for uh, for 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 that period. I'm not wishing anybody no harm. I'm not wishing anybody, but these are the kind of configurations that often reflect uh, um, uh, activities as such, uh, where we find lots of intensity, a uh, lot of battles, love and hate kind of situations, or people going up against each other, countries going to war against each other, people fighting each other, uh, people you know showing no love. Uh, not valuing, you know, these are the kinds of things that are very Venus. And especially when Venus turns to a morning star, she's always been associated with wars. As a matter of fact, the last time she turned into a morning star is when Russia invaded U Ukraine. So we saw what happened there. And that's been going on for quite a while. Um, still doesn't seem to be coming to no end. So now she's about to go retrograde again and turn to another morning star. So, hey, um, let's hope we can use this particular energy in a more positive way and something good comes off of uh, out of it and where uh some peaceful negotiations perhaps where maybe when venus goes into libra you know in september october sometime um you know um some peaceful negotiations or when mars goes into libra you know again in about two three months time uh when he enters libra you know maybe that 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 could be the negotiation, because Libra has that again. It's a Venusian energy. It's much more uh, tends to be uh, can have a bit more diplomatic. It's the sign of the scales and the sign of negotiation. So perhaps we can get a more kind of Venusian negotiation kind of energy out there, which can bring some peace to a lot of this conflict that we are seeing. That's it. That's what I wanted to talk about. What what I nearly forgot was the nodes. The nodes are getting ready to change signs. Uh, currently, right now, uh, they're going to be changing signs on the 13th of July. So on the 13th of July, at the moment, we've got the North Node and South Node. The North Node is in the sign of Taurus, ruled by Venus. And the South Node is in the sign of Scorpio, ruled by Mars. Now, it's quite interesting because on the 13th of July, um, um uh so uh on the 13th of july we're going to have the nodes um uh, and that's just after the, the the moon square which i spoke about on the on the around the 9th and the 10th um the nodes will be moving into aries and libra so the north node will be going into aries the south node will be in libra now what's interesting about that is that both of those signs are ruled by the same planets that ruled the previous signs which they were in. So they're still going back into a Mars-Venus <laughs> uh, sign. Um, so um, let's watch this space. Um, I feel this will be the turning point. Uh, the nodes do stay in those signs for 18 months. Um, the nodes are to do with the eclipses. I will speak a bit more about that, shed a bit more light on that. Um, they are to do with, they let us know when eclipses are going to be taking place. And they are to do with the points of the uh, ecliptic and the celestial movement of the moon where they intersect each other 
and that's where the nodes are. So they can be somewhat quite technical. For those of you who are somewhat more advanced in terms of the realm of astrology, you know, um, uh, you know uh, what it is that um, uh, I'm talking about because you you'll be much more familiar with that. Uh, Hanin, I can see you say something about scandalous affairs. Yes, uh, yeah, indeed. I know what you're referring to there <laughs> with the scandalous affair stuff. Um, um, uh, was that the Venus uh, Uranus that you were referring to there? Um, but yeah, with the North Node and South Node going into Aries and 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 Libra again, it's still activating both planets Venus and Mars. Um, so the war still goes on, um, perhaps, but it's going to be recalibrated. Uh, in some kind of way um it's going to be rebalanced so here over the course of the next 18 months definitely should be the time where this whole war thing again ends it's quite interesting because putin actually is a libra and the the, the south node is going to be going into libra um he's also scorpio rising funny enough and the nodes at the moment, the south node is actually in Scorpio. So it, it's actually, these nodes are actually playing a huge particular um, pivotal um, uh, activation or placements in the chart of uh, uh, Putin. So let's see how that plays out. I feel like with Putin, um, uh, the thing is with Putin is uh, he's in a strong position on one hand, but he's also in a very weak position and a vulnerable position on another. And um, I feel it's really, these planets are really showing us or how they're configured in his chart. They're somewhat showing us, um, um, it, it depends how he chooses to use it. He could He could really gain from this if he plays his cards appropriately but it could also be a huge big downfall for him also as well. So it all depends obviously where his mind is, where his spirit, his soul is on this whole matter or how he wants to take steps forward or maybe come to some kind of uh, agreement on some kind of level and, you know, call maybe some kind of a truce, um, you know, uh, uh, but my take on it is that, you know, he may not want to lose face and, you know, um, calling a truce or coming to some kind of negotiation or agreement may come across weak. And, you know, we, we know what happens there. So that is something to, um, uh, to, to bear in mind uh, um, with, with that. So that is the nodes. So the nodes are going to be changing from Aries to Libra. So I'll talk more about that again in, in the podcast uh, coming up. Um, and, um, yeah, that, that, that's about it in terms of planetary, um, configurations. Um, and yeah, I'm just going back to what Hanin was saying there about the Venus, uh, Uranus, uh, yeah, scandalous affairs. Yeah, it can be. Yeah, yeah, that it definitely can be some, uh, scandalous affairs there. Um, but that is the, um, updates on the, uh, near future current planetary um uh configurations uh i think in a moment it's going to be tarot card of the week is um what um i'm going to be doing i'm going to be pulling out uh going to be reaching for my tarot cards here and give them a shuffle and i will be pulling out the tarot card of the week and then bringing the show to a 
close. Um, uh, like I said, there's going to be some fun games, prizes coming up for you guys, which I'm going to be, um, yeah, I'm going to be uh, doing. Um, so chances to win books and 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 uh, and and maybe even money, um, also as well. Um, so I'll be keeping you up De definitely in the next couple of weeks. That's going to be something that's um, um, implemented uh, for sure. So uh, keep tuned, uh, subscribe. Um, with the live podcast, um, I actually should set a timer on that because it may differ uh, in terms of the time, in terms of when I do start, um, but it should be between one, uh, sorry, between 12 noon and one at this precise moment. It may shift during certain seasons, um, uh, but I will definitely keep you updated. But in terms of the live podcast, it is Wednesday, 12 p.m. That's UK time between 12 and 1. You, but what I will do is perhaps set, uh, uh, um, uh, I think, I believe on the YouTube, I can set sort of like a time so I can put it there. So it will notify anybody or especially subscribers. So you get the notification that, okay, I'm coming on live or the live is going to be at this particular time. So that way you, you're not guessing, or is it going to be 12 or 1230? So you will know, cause I'll, I'll do it uh, ahead of time. And then, um, that will keep you in the loop. So, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, let's, uh, give the cards a shuffle. going to be doing tarot card of the week. The tarot card of the week essentially is, um, uh, the, I mean, the tarot acts as an oracle, um, as a way for getting insights. It gives us advice as to what kind of energies or archetypes it is that we uh, should be looking forward to. I do it for the week. So it's from today, Wednesday until next week, Wednesday. So uh, the advice on it is to, you know, just for anybody who's listening, and you may say, oh, well, there's going to be lots of people listening, right? So it's the same tarot card. Yes, it's for all of us. And we're, uh, we take the meaning, I mean, we're all going to do it differently. Um, you know, so for example, if I said, watch out for health, I mean, health is going to be different things for different people, right? You know, for some person, it may be me drink more water, eat more vegetables for some person, um, do some exercise for some people. So it's going to be like, obviously, we're going to do it in different ways. And we will know which particular area of life it is that it's referring to or pointing towards. So the tarot card of the week is like, um, it's a nice sort of way of kind of understanding what kind of images it is that we are going to be confronted with facing uh and also whatever advice comes around that so that's what i'm doing right now as i'm speaking right now i'm shuffling the cards you can probably hear them in the background well you can hear them now <laughs> that was done purposely but you could probably still be here in the background me shuffling them i've got them in my hand and i'm shuffling them and in a moment i'll be pulling out the tarot card of the week i did say that maybe i may start doing it for all the zodiac signs but that's going to be a bit time consuming, isn't it? I might put that one on the subscription. <laughs> um, no, that will be on the subscription actually, because you will get something like that. Um, but I'll be keeping you updated about the subscription. Um, it's not going to be much, maybe like 10 pounds a month or something like that. And, uh, but what you're going to get for 10 pounds a month is going to be quite a lot. Um, so yeah, uh, it's going to like include like your personal astrology report, um, for the month as well. Um, uh, particular parts of your chart that have been activated 
Um, there'll also going to be um, some videos. I'm going to be doing some videos uh, for subscription only for how to um, work with crystals and uh, do rituals and uh, prayers to also enhance certain aspects of your life. So those are the kinds of things that I will be doing um, um, as well. Um, just checking out my messages here. Uh, do you connect with tarot practice with Chaldean deacons? Oh, okay. Uh, th thanks a lot for that question, actually. I think I'll attend to this one. Um, so uh, Hanin is asking, do you connect your tarot card practice with Chaldean deacons? Um, I have done. I don't always, but I have done. And I probably will do sometime in the future. Um, yes, um, they, uh, they're they very good. The, uh, the Chaldean deacons can be used in so many different forms. Um, uh, so, yeah, um, I, I have done and, and probably will do again, but not all the time. As you know, with tarot, it can be very diverse. There's so many different spreads and so many different techniques and methods. And, you know, it's... and. Like they say, all all roads lead to Rome, right? They, you know, so regardless of our differences or our different approaches and techniques and methods, we're all going to the same destination. We want to see what the destination is. But Chaldean deacons are very, very, um, um, yeah, very, you know, you know, very important. Um, you know, um, so with the first one being first deacon of Aries. Uh, uh, being ruled by Mars, and then the second ruled by the Sun, and then the third ruled by Venus, and then you know so on and so forth, ruled by Mercury and Moon, and then Saturn, you know, in that Chaldean order. So yes, definitely, it's something that I I have done, and and uh, and um, uh, we'll, we'll probably do. Yeah, yeah. Um, tends to be a bit technical, but but it's cool. Um, I'm 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 with it most definitely. Um, definitely use that. Um, yeah, but for doing it for the zodiac signs, yeah, maybe each zodiac sign. But I, I, that will be something that I will probably will have to rope into the subscription uh, for sure. Uh, giving each particular, uh, 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 what I may do for the subscription, I may give each personal person who subscribes their own personal um, um, uh, tarot card for the week. So then it becomes more. So this one, what I'm doing now, will still apply as a kind of overall umbrella. But then you'll have your own. Uh, in a personal one as well that you're working with too so yeah let's um uh, that, that, that that should be up and running in the next couple of weeks but i'll keep you updated with that um i'll keep you updated with that so anyway let me just uh um uh yeah shout outs to tyrone i see tyrone here uh in the building um he's probably going to be one of my first guests on this show you know uh gotta bring this brother in i spoke to him in a good while we kind of text back and forth whatsapp here and there and catch each other on the hellos and uh uh look at each other's uh um uh whatsapp statuses what we've posted and stuff but uh yeah i ain't seen him in years but yeah brother's serious on the runes uh he's my he's my room brother uh i don't see too many people doing runes uh, anymore uh, but a very good, powerful, um, uh, um, uh, if you want to say Nordic uh, divination tool. Uh, but we 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 shall be um, uh, speak uh, uh, about that. I'll definitely be bringing him on this show, and and uh, yeah, you'll be able to hear the brother for yourself and interact. So shout outs to you. Um, uh, so yeah, no, thanks a lot for that question, uh, Hanin. 
Uh, so let me pull out the tarot card for the moment and uh, for the week. Uh, what's it going to be? Okay. So tarot card of the week is... We got the star, people. It's the star. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, and with that, I, I need to sort out my lighting, man. Uh, how's this card looking like that? Oh, you can see it like that, right? The star. Uh, so we've got the star as the tarot card for the week. Okay, so what is this telling us? Um, that's interesting that I said something about health earlier on, right? Remember, I, I recall I just said something. I said, oh, health. Um, this card is actually connected with health on many levels. Um, so uh, we need to you know, everybody listening, um, you know, just, you know, little things. It can be little things. Uh, could go go see the doctor for a checkup um, as well uh, with this card. Um, you know, drink more water. You see her pouring the water there. Uh, speaking of water. Uh... <laughs> My throat is running dry. Um. But yeah, um, so do go um, for a checkup, uh, any habits, you know, just be just be a bit more mindful, be a bit more aware in terms of health situations in and around you. However, the star is a card of hope. Um, the star is indicating for us over the course of the next week that there is going to be hope. Uh, it's going to be in various areas of our life. For some people, it may be work, relationships, finances, children, love life. It's it's indicating that there is hope. There is light at the end of the tunnel. However, the star card is also indicating like there's light at the end of the tunnel. But when 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 we use that phase, we say light at the end of the tunnel. Remember, it's still indicating that we still may be going through a bit of a dark phase. There's still a bit of a dark cloud over our head. We're not quite there, but we can see where it is we're going. We can see um, from a you know a, we, the promised land. We we could say, or like I said, light at the end of the tunnel. We can see the success ahead. Um, it's not too far. That is what the star essentially is indicating. So the star is letting us know that we need to. Just persevere, keep on going, and that there is hope, okay? But we're not totally out of the, 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 the darkness. When I say darkness, I don't mean that in a Judeo-Christian way in terms of bad or evil. Uh, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm we all go through dark phases. It's necessary that we go through dark phases or heavy phases or challenging phases. Um, I'm not necessarily saying it's evil. I just feel life is a part of ups and downs, trials and tribulations. You can't have a mountain without a valley and you can't have a valley without a mountain. So life is composed of both ups and downs, left and right, hot and cold, night and day, male and female, hard and soft, you know, uh, external, internal. That's how life is. And we have to, it's all about finding that balance. Life is about balance. Too much on anything is going to be destructive or harmful to us in any way, shape, or form. 
So it's all about finding that balance. And I feel that's all what we're trying to do as human beings is we're trying to find that balance. We all want to be happy. We all want to be loved. We all want to, you know, make enough money and eat well and, you know, have a good life. And, and you know, we're all seeking that, but it's all about where do we need to find that balance? What are we doing maybe too much of or too little of? So this card is a card. And although it's a temporarily, remember, it's card of the week. It's letting us know that uh, regardless of our struggles, regardless of our setbacks, regardless of our difficulties that we may have encountered, that there is light ahead. Um, there are better moments to come. We may not be there yet, but at least we can see it. So hang in there and things uh, 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 will slowly but surely start to come together. They'll start to come together as a as a unit. They'll start to come together as, uh, uh, you know, as as. Uh, 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 you know, a product or whatever it is in your own life. And that's what the star essentially is about. So stay strong, persevere, success is coming. Just keep on the track. Things are slowly but surely coming together. Things are slowly, surely healing um, also as well. And just be mindful again about the health thing, you know, whether you need to drink more water. I'm not necessarily saying anybody, everybody who's listening to this, that you're in bad health but just it's something just to be aware of. There may be some of you that do need to go and, you know, seek your, oh, I know I need to get back in the gym. You know, I've missed a few days, you know what I mean? Um, so um, <laughs> so I know definitely that that card is definitely speaking to me on that kind of level, but there's always, we can always do better. We can always improve in some kind of way, but this is a star that, you know, the, the, the light is shining on you. The guardian angel is there, okay, protecting you and watching over you and seeing you through these dark moments and there is hope there is a future no matter how bad no matter how difficult things are things will come to the light better days are ahead of you so that's what the star essential about and also make a wish wish upon a star that's what it's all about here we go that's the star so that's the card of the week people um we got the star. We got the star this week. Okay. Um, maybe we um, are aiming to be stars. We are stars, are we not? We are all a part of the cosmic dusts, you know? Um, it, 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 is, uh, it is what it is. Um, just looking at my finger. Can't wait to hear more about the rune divination. Yeah, I hear that. Um, I hear en enlighten me has entered the room what a name uh <laughs> that, that that's a cool name enlighten me okay i like that i like that um so yeah thanks a lot so yeah i'm gonna bring the podcast to an end uh i want to thank each and every single one of you who uh tuned in live uh don't worry uh the video of this will go up um in the next couple of hours or something like that i will also upload it on all the platform um so if you've got uh apple um please um yeah subscribe uh, to to the apple uh, so you can get notifications when i upload a new um podcast um, um it's also available on spotify uh, i believe there's a comment section on spotify as well where you can leave comments i need to double check that but uh, um i was assured that it's there and it's on but i just need to know that 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 is really 
um, it's really operational where people can leave comments on Spotify. Um, if you can't, you can leave comments on my YouTube channel. So that's fine. Um, um, so yeah. Uh, so if there's anything you want to add or, you know, maybe things that you can say, oh, can you speak about this or something like that? That's all fine too. Um, you know, um, maybe there's something that you want me to speak more on you know uh but as the show goes on again it's we're in the early stages but as the show continues to grow more and more people uh i keep getting more and more uh um uh, feedback uh from my podcast uh, uh platform that you know more and more people are downloading more and more people are subscribing which is good so please uh give out the feed out the information spread the word <laughs> um you know, uh, and um, yeah, tell your friends, family, foes <laughs> that, hey, uh, the Lunar Lounge podcast is alive and well. And it's twice a week. Uh, the main day is the Wednesday, like this one, because I do this one live. But there's also a podcast which will be uploaded on a Sunday, every Sunday as well. But that one is not, um, there's no video, um, uh, um, not, not at the moment. Uh, but it's available on the podcast. So you get to listen to that on the Apple, Spotify, or Google podcast. That's where you can listen to that. Um, on that note, people, uh, I'm out. Thank you very much for your support. Uh, shout outs to Hanin, Tyrone, Enlighten Me. Uh, that was in the group. Uh, who else have I missed? Um, uh, Pam, Pam, Pam Smith. Uh, yep. Yeah, uh, shout outs. Uh, to Pam also as well. Um, yeah, it is what it is. Um, uh, we got there in the end. <laughs> got to sort out this feedback thing that I'm often getting. I need to sort out my technical stuff. Uh, but uh, yeah, it seems like I I I I got that. So yeah, that that's all good. Um, that was great, great, great to see. So um, I'm out. The next podcast you'll be hearing from me will be on Sunday the 9th of july there'll be a new podcast uh being updated people have a great week keep learning keep growing keep enjoying stay blessed thank you for your participation this is the lunar lounge podcast and i thank you and goodbye <laughs>